When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. Uh, episode 629, today we're doing part two with practice planning. But before we jump into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, not only do they have three machines, they have four machines. All the machines can be outside, but they have three machines that are kind of built um, for the indoors. They have one that's a home one on the outside. Um, great machines. Um, and you know what I love about the people at Dr. Dish is they not only give back to the community, they give back to, to coaches. So if you go over on Instagram, you go over on on. Um, on Facebook, you go over on Twitter, they're always putting content out. They're always doing things to, to help coaches be get, get better. Not only the Dr. Dish and, and that and how easy it is to use, um, but they're doing all that stuff for you as coaches. So go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Um, all but the sh- home one. They won't do that on the home one. And also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I always like throwing a golden nugget into these podcasts. Um, once in a while, I like to do this. Um, just as a, you know, see if people are listening, <laughs> they're not fast forwarding through these. So if you're listening to this, um, this is going up, I believe May 27th. Um, if you send me an email on May 27th and say, Steve, I want the discount. Okay. I want a discount for teachhoops.com. I'll give you 20% off the lifetime of your membership, your entire life of your membership. If you stay 25 years, it'll be 20% off. Um, and that price will never go up. But only today, only May 27th, um, will that deal be good. So you have to send me an email at steve at teachhoops.com, steve at teachhoops.com, and say, Steve, I want the discount. And I'll tell you how to do that. And uh, 20% off for the lifetime of your membership. There's your golden nugget. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Two hours of running. I'll never forget the next game. Guys were screaming at each other. Shot contesting the ball side. What are you doing? I am not running tomorrow. Because, <laughs> by the way, we were running at 6 a.m. You know what I mean? Right. Like 6 right. a.m. So, like, these guys had to get up at 5.30, and then they had to do 138 sprints. And then we had practice later. You know what I mean? Like, and, they so had to like, go to cl- and they had to go to not an easy class. Yeah, yeah and I'll yeah. tell you right now, but I saw the mentality change of worrying about their offense, worrying about shot select, you know, all that. What they were worried about were blockouts, shot contest, ball pursuits. They started where and all of a sudden, win, win. win we became win, the number one field goal percentage team in the that. country at 36%. Holy Cross. We played Kentucky in the first round of the NCAA tournament, and we Tyshawn Prince hit a you know half court shot that basically <laughs> beat us. We lost uh, six, 72 to 68. But um, you know, it was, we were 16 seed, they were one seed. And I'll tell you, the kids were like doing just the effort stats. It was amazing. Right. It's awesome. I've seen it work. Right, let's, that's awesome. Let's go back to let's go back yeah, yeah. to that summary thing, yeah. and then I want to shoot some questions at you too. That no I've problem, no problem. Uh, so I think those are important. You know, the efforts yeah. that you know. Then you always got to teach and practice the great teammate stuff. When guy takes a dive, yeah. You know, making sure your team's running the whole for him. They take a chance. 
teach him the teammate. Like that's something I learned from Coach Moore and a couple other guys, Darren Horn. You know, like he was just all they're all about like when they do a hustle play, make sure you get excited as a coach. Right. And your team gets excited because they you want to see them like positive reinforcement, like do that again. And you want to see the team who the kid who didn't do it say, Hey man, I better start doing that. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I think those are the teammate stuff, you know, and we all know what that is up and down on the bench, high fives to your team, emotion at the right time. You know, like when a good play, there better be emotion for the right time, not for the wrong things. Right. You know, um, handling winning correctly, dealing with losing correctly. Those are two big components I think are important. Um, I think the discipline, you're always going to have individual and team discipline. Uh, so how are you handling that? Like, what are you doing? Like we do 11s, we do 31s. Like that's 11 is up and back in 11 seconds. 31 is a suicide. I give him 31 seconds to get it done. A 17 is uh, from the sideline to sideline. You got a minute and 10 seconds. You got to get 17 of them done in a minute and 10. And it kind of works out. You got to be really busting to get it done. Um, yeah. 17. So, you know, like how you handle your discipline when you guys do burpees, like 25 burpees, wall sits. Are you holding them accountable is what I would tell the young, especially exactly. the younger coaches. It's like, it doesn't matter what you make them do. Exactly. It's just, they got to know that you did this, you do this, we're moving yeah. on. We're you know, moving on but, now. Yeah, we yeah. got it. And you, you know, you're going to always come across it. Yeah. And then, you know, um, I think the teach the group, teach the group uh, mental toughness is the huge thing about that. Who show the leaders. I think Jay that's Bill's huge too. Toughness is, you know, great. If you have a great book, example, great oh, book. Talk yeah. about that's about the little things, and you know I think though that's huge. That's um, Duke, and, yeah, yeah. Energy enthusiasm is a huge part of the winning habits. Making sure your staff brings it. If you don't have that, fire the guy. It's not worth having around. You no, know and I mean? the thing is, it's hard too because sometimes I got to be picked up. I had a long day. I had a parent right. call. I had eighty-five thousand tests to grade. Blah blah blah. And I'm walking into practice, and I'm only at eighty. You got to have somebody that's going to pick you. Let's all right. Let's go. Like, exactly. it's not, you can't, it's, it's really hard every day, but it, I'll tell you, and I, and I, when I was, I was always the younger guy in most of the programs, but even when I was, even when I was a Quinnipiac, I was a little bit older and I had, a, I had to try and be that guy all the time. Right. You know, I was working for like a, a older guy, Ralph Willard, Tom right. Moore. So right. like I, my, to give my worth, it was like, I wasn't like, you know, this ex NBA player or whatever. Right. I was like, I had to be that energy guy. You know what I mean? And that's a, I'll tell you, it's, it's can be embarrassing at times, but you got to be like, that all the time so the guys believe in you like man like this guy's always bringing it you know what I right mean? and they can feed off it it's like a it's like a clap it's like it's like when they start clapping it's a, there's an energy that just comes with it you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah you can fake that a little bit yes and that translates every day in, you know into like your games I, i've seen it happen team energy you know if you do that every day your team's gonna have energy on the court because you can say hey guys we've been doing this every day you know and that's something you can hold your hat on and then i think finally um you know like you gotta mirror what you do in practice right style of play you know what i mean if you're an up-tempo team you know make sure you you know you're working on that stuff the pressing you gotta work on all those things like I mean, I would yeah. if you want to be fast paced you better work on fast pace i mean it exactly. seems simple but people forget it um go down and click on that we'll, we'll go to one of your practice plans in a second go down to the game planning one sure let, uh, let, so is there anything specific you do for like game planning and practice planning and things like that? I mean, well, first how much I, time I, do you spend on scouts and stuff like that? I, 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 you know, I had a tapered, I mean, when I was at division one, I, I mean, it was, it was, it was your life. All we did. That was yeah. life. I mean, I'd watch probably, I don't know, eight, seven game films of the opponent, like, and then breaking them down, each one of them to, you know, like breaking out all the plays, breaking out all the defenses. By the time I was done with one film, I probably watched it a hundred times. You know what I mean? Like, right. 
you right. know. And then I got to go to the next game film and the next game film and the next game film. So that's all we kind of did at the college level. But at the high school level, I know, like you said, the TikTok world, these kids, is going to be a short snippet. So I'd give like three or four clips of each player they're going to be playing against. Okay. Um, the top five or six players. And then their general offense, I'd watch like, you know, maybe three or four minutes of their plays. Okay. Uh, and I'd show them about two, two or three minutes of either a man or in zone, just so they got a feel for them. Um, and that's it. So it was really, I don't know, maybe eight, nine minutes. And I talked to him, I show him a scout report. You know, this one's a little bit when I, this one I was at, I think I was at division two when I showed this, but uh, the high school ones, very similar, just like the same exact thing. You have the kid's name, there'd be a picture. I took the pictures out for this, but there'd right. be a picture beside it. You know, the kid's name, what he did, how much he have, you know, what he, you know, basically what he did. So, um, so, so, so for individuals, you're looking for tendencies. Exactly. Okay. You now this kid's a shooter. You know, it always says at the end, like the keys contain, you know, for drives, you know, stay between him and the basket. That was, and then I quiz the kids before the game. Like I go, all right, I, I always have a board and I have the box, five boxes, five starters. And I'd be like, all right, number four, uh, Smith, uh, you know, and then the other point guard, that's his point guard for that team. Right. I, you know, my point guard, I said, tell me about him. You know what I mean? And he'd be like, oh, coach, you got short clothes on him. He's a lefty. You know that? I'm like, good job. And if right. the kid didn't, I'd be like, someone else know? I right. said, you know, like, and that would embarrass the kid enough the next game that he'd know. You know what I mean? Right. Because like, right. it's really about I, – I, I'm convinced high school is a lot about matchups. It's a lot oh, about, no. like, it's, you know. <laughs> without a doubt. You know, you that, know this kid's got – because most of them have some weaknesses. Um, oh. Every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, they all do, to be honest with you. There's not too right. many who don't. Right. So that's what we do. We do the offense characteristics, game plan, and all that, and, you know, the keys to the game. And then I'd have this basically Scott report kind of like condensed on my board before pregame up on the board. And, and what do you do on your – what do you do on your board in the pregame? That's a great question. I haven't asked me. Um, I put up this right here, this this one. Um, the, uh, I don't know if this is going to come up. There we go. Circle opportunity. Okay. Um, and I have – basically five starters up in the board for them. And then a couple of their subs and I write notes about them, you know, okay. like each guy. Yep. So, we, so I first talk about, all right, here's the five stars. Let's go over guys. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I say, okay, what does this team like to do offensively? They tell me, I'd be writing it down defensively. What do they play? Man's own. They say it. I'm like, okay, now let's go over on our side. What's going to help us win this game. And I circle opportunity coach. I'm like, all right, let's talk about that. Like what's going to help us win the ball pursuits. How many deflections do we need in this game? 40 coach, 40 coach. All right, we all go into – how many guys are going to the glass? Three going to the glass, two back. All right, this game was sending four because, they, you know, we can afford to send four. You know, they'd all know at that point, you know, point. we right. got shock and test, blockouts, charges. How many charges are we going to get today? Someone going to get me a charge? I joke around. Get me one or two, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, we're going to get five today, coach. You know, I'll try to get him into it. And then we leave one blank because I – like each game, there might be something more specific, like a, uh, you know, closeout or, uh, you know, rotations are important in this game. Um, you know, so I'd write that in myself. And right. then I put down my, my keys of like today, you know, like, a, you know, whatever the key mantra is today, you know. Okay. I, like I love that. Keys. And again, how long do you normally talk in pregame? Uh, probably about 15 minutes, you know, okay. 15 minutes. So I, you know, get them, you know, they go out there, they stretch. Uh, they, they do a little bit of warm up. They come in for about 15 minutes. I go over to them. Then they go back out for the next, they usually go back out there for 20 with about 25 or 35 left in the clock. They go out there with, and then they come back in at seven to get the hype going. They do the old, uh, you know, huddle hype, you know, like, right. coming in and, yep. you know, getting it bouncing going for yep. about 30 seconds and then back out for the okay. last four or five okay. minutes. So yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. Okay. Um, 
All right, so good. You can take that off. Is there sure. anything else you want to talk about the practice planning? No, I mean, I, you okay. know, I just think, you know, just the monthly ones, you know, everybody has their own monthly plan, but I think that's important to have. You got to map, you got to map it out. Grab one of your practices. Let's look at that real quick. And then I have a couple other questions. Sure. So, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, this is perfect. I can go to this one. That's fine. Yeah. This is one I used before. So, okay. It doesn't uh, matter. Um, so tell me how you break a practice down. Um, you know, we start with the, you know, the stretching, like we talked about the dynamic right. stretch in the beginning, you know, the, um, you know, we, this one was, um, we did, you know, proper form, you know what I mean? You yep. know, it was, we were talking about cause guys weren't doing proper form in the last one. So we do eight minutes of like that. Um, we did started off the practice with running cause the locker rooms were a mess. Um, <laughs> ah, so. God, that must be universal. That <laughs> must be universal. So in this practice, we, you know, everybody got a line because, you know, they, and then, you know, we went in and we picked it up and, you know, came back out and then we started the stretching. So we kind of had it started with a little bit of negative, but yet then that never happened again. <laughs> right. So, you because know, that was you fix it real quick. Yeah. And then we do a dynamic drill that, you know, like I think gets guys going and we do this thing called four minute shooting. Um, and it's like three basketballs and it's at the elbows I don't know if you can see this, but uh, here, here, let's uh, let's stop sharing your screen for a second. We'll come back right. to this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So basically, the entire team would be out there, and it'd be uh, two lines, uh, one side and the other side from the elbows, just okay. like this. Yeah. And, and you know, so it'd be just like that, like that. And they have three basketballs: one, two, three, on this yep. side. Okay. And they'd start. This line would come to the middle, and they pass it to them. They take the shot. Okay. All right. And, and then they'd switch lines just like that. And then the next ball would pass to the next guy coming in from the side and they'd pass it back to the same side. The ball would go back to the same side. Okay. So it would always be getting passed from this side to that side. Yep. All right. For one minute. So for one minute, they'd be shooting, you know, this line would be the shooting line. This would be a pass line for one minute. Okay. And they'd be shooting kind of like, like a free throw line jumper. A little okay. bit over to the left, a little bit to the right. Just getting touches, quick passes. And when the, you've got to go offensive rebound, go get your rebound and then call a guy in the line's name out, you know, Billy, Billy. And then you, you go know, back to your, you go back to your here. same line then. Um, no, you go to the opposite line. Okay. So you get, you know, the other guy, you know, when you pass it, you know what I mean? Yep. The, the, you get the offensive rebound, you get your offensive rebound, you pass it to the guy, yep. then you get to that end of the and, line. End of that line. Okay. And then the other guy who, who, who uh, you know, pass it to you, Yep. You know, we'll go to the end of this line. You know okay. what I mean? And they just keep yep. on switching lines like that for one minute with three basketballs going. So, you know, and then you have the manager keeping a track of how many makes, makes, okay. makes, makes, you know, like that. So you'd be yelling. And your, your focus as a coach is making sure guys grab a rebound and talk and call the guy's name out and pivot on their foot and not travel and run with the basketball on the right. court. And, you know, balls getting whipped everywhere. Call the guy's name out at the end of the line. Guy's hands are ready. Throw it to him. Get it in there. So we're doing that for about a minute. And then everybody would be aware because you have four minutes on the clock and it's running down. And then at three, min at three minutes, everybody switch. And all of a sudden, this line would move down to the block. This line would stay same spot, just like that. Okay. And this guy's would be down in the block area, right above the block. Not inside, but it'd be above the block right there. You make the pass from here to them, and right. they have to make like a backboard jump. 
quick okay. backboard jump. And you'd be surprised how many misses guys make right from the block oh, just yeah. off the backboard. Quick. It's horrible. You know, it was quick passes. Next guy, hands up, ready, shot. Hands up. And then you'd be counting the misses on the front of the block. Just seven, eight. Come okay. on, man. Focus, focus. Let's go focus. And a bet it's going quick, quick, quick. Yep. Then all of a sudden, in a minute, we'll go down. They're still keeping track of the, the score. You know what I mean? You're going right now. Now you're at like 50, 60, 70, 71, 72. Now it's a minute, another one. Switch. Now the lines go back. Now the balls go over on this side. And they switch to the, the you know, the other direction. Yep. Now we're going the other direction for minute three, you know, yep. going, going, going. And then switch, minute four, this line moves down to down. the block and they go for a minute here. Okay. And they've got to get to 145. That's the minimum. And you can start changing the goal. It right. might be 150. Do yeah, they get 145 early in the season? No. <laughs> like, okay. uh, and then we make them run, like, you know, to be honest with you. At first, I let them learn to drill. And then I'd be, all right, you know, what's our minimum? And, you know, your minimum might be, depending on how good a shooting team you are, might be 112, 115. Right. And you do it two or three times without, a, like, not telling them what the day. Then you say, all right, listen, three times we've done it, we've gotten 115 and 118. Our right. goal is I'm not going below 115. So right. if we go below 115, every, we're running a sprint for everyone below 115. Okay. You know, and hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, a couple things that you can do is you can subscribe and like, and you can leave a review. I read every one of those reviews, they mean a lot to us. You could also, if you want to help us keep the lights on here, um, you can go over to uh, backslash Amazon, and that will give us that will go to our affiliate link for Amazon. So anytime you shop on Amazon, it won't cost you anything. Amazon goes, Ooh, Coach Collins sent them there. They'll get, we get a small little commission. If we get enough people to do that, it's going to allow us to pay for our hosting fees and all the things that kind of come along with uh, doing several podcasts. Um, so that's the way you could help us out. Also, you could help us out by going over and joining teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Everybody wants to be a better coach. We are here to help you become that better coach. So I hope you're enjoying this. Back to the podcast. Then all set it for the whole rest of the year. There's your standard, one fifteen right. standard. Right. And then as a coach, now they start killing it every time you get them going. They're like, all right, I'm moving it up to one twenty, guys, and you start right. raising the bat level. When we okay. were at Holy Cross, uh, I mean at Quinnipiac, we were doing one sixty. Okay. You know, and do you do different shots? Or you do only those four steps. Do you ever do? We three? do those those four quick. It's just it's about ball movement. It's not about okay. really the shots. It's Got about it. talking, communicate, quick passes. Hands okay. ready, getting their minds into like if you if you're not awake and you're not and, and everybody at the end of the line has to be clapping. If you don't have a ball, you got to clap. So okay. if you're not into it, like you might get a ball off the head, you might get you know what I mean. Like you're not ready. The coach is screaming at you. Get your hands up, ready, shot, right. ready, turn. You know. So now like it's just a drill to get everyone into practice right away. Simple drill, quick shooting, four minute time with a goal. Everybody's going. You know what I mean? I love that. I love uh, yeah, that. Yeah, four minutes. I, I kind of like it. And, you know, we've always that it gets our practices really. And it gets up. it moving. Okay, let's go back to the shared screen here. Um, yeah. um, you know, then we do the old three on three on a layup. Um, okay. Which, you know, everybody does. You know, like you know, we we all know that one, right? You know, just three yep. uh, three three man weave. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Layup. Um, and then um, the three. This oh, I'm sorry, three on a layup. This is three on a layup. So this is basically. Uh, I'm going to come back out of that. I'll show you. Okay. All right. So this is how this drill works. You'd have three guys, a layup line right there. We'd have uh, and a rebounding line right here. And then there'd be, everybody would fill in those three spots. There's the three spots in the court. Okay. Okay. So now what would happen was this guy would go for his uh, left-handed layup coming right now. Okay. Right? 
he'd make the layup, and then as he made the layup, he takes off down the court. Okay. He goes. The, the big man steps on the court, gets the ball out of the net, goes out of bounds, and then the, the point guard who's here, he goes to ask to the sideline, yep. calls for an outlet. You know what I mean? Yep. Outlet, ball, ball, ball. This guy has to clear the paint here, clear the paint, and he's got to throw an outlet pass to the point guard. Point okay. guard has his ass to the sideline so he can, yep. doesn't get, you know, like the old ass to the, you know, yep. if he turns and catches, it's going to be a charge. Yep. You know what I mean? So you don't want that. So the key teacher you're talking about, calling for the outlet point guard off the sideline, but, you know, a good enough so you could turn either baseline, a sideline or middle. Right. So now he's got to be ass to the sideline. You make that pass to him here. He turns and goes and makes a chest pass, you know, up the court, snap pass up to the court. But this guy going for the layup. The big man who made the outlet has to come down and get the rebound out of the net. Okay. Yep. So you've got a three-man moving at, at the same time. You get the point guard. You get the layup guy. So the layup guy goes, yes. takes the shot, boom, takes off, oh. outlet, snap, bang, here. Here. That's okay. three on O layup. And, you know, boy, he comes down. Then the next group comes three guys going. Three and O okay. layup. Three and O layup. Yep. And it just really teaches pushing the ball up the court, outlet, the side, rebound. Like that. You know what I mean? It really yep. gets you going. And then you transfer that, the same exact thing. Now when they're really good with three, and they come back the other way, right. old layup coming back yep. the other way to your right hand, you know, left, left yep. hand. You come, you know, when we're all down here now, we just go back the other way. And now after three on old layup, we do three on old post pass. And the three on old post pass is very similar, same exact situation. You know, the guy goes for the layup here. He right. takes, you know, makes the layup, takes off down the court, yep. you're going down the court. Big man, the same exact thing, takes out of bounds. Outlet, same exact thing here. Now this is 3-0 post pass. So now you throw it up the court, and instead of going for a layup, you drag dribble it down to right. the corner and come back. Big man, and your big rim man's rim trailing. Rim, yeah, rim, yeah. Rim, to rim, rim to rim. He posts up. These two guys are here. And now you got to make an entry pass to the post. Pass, you know, fake high, pass around low. A, your assistant coach is standing out here with a basketball. Right yeah. here, yep. you make the post. This post, big man makes his post move. The coach passes it out to one of these players, and then he penetrates and kicks out for a shot. I so, like that. Penetrate, kick out. That penetrate. that trailer big thing is so hard for them to do. Oh, I know. And Isn't you know, it? That's a, it's a tough – I'll tell you, we, uh, you know, we work on that a lot. And then when we have a coach stand here, and as the big's coming down, we bump him with a pad. He's yeah. got to skin off, you know what I mean, and catch it. And, and I'm telling you, you might run this drill for a month and they still won't be good. I mean, it just takes uh, so long for that trailing big. Oh, I know. Because I, I don't know if they don't big, look. Not clearing that paint, catching it. They get the mentality of sprinting. That's why they've got to get the ball out of the net, sprint the court. You know, like the same exact thing, like post up. I want our bigs trying to beat the other big down. The right, court. and they don't look. I mean, I think part of that summer basketball. I hate to say it, but oh. the game is so wide that they don't look for those guys going down unless it's going to be a tomahawk dunk. They never look for them coming down the lane anymore. It is. I'll tell you right now. I hate to say it, but there's there's limited amount of big man in the country anymore. We did a. I did a. Uh, nep, I ran a Nepsack tournament, which is all the Nepsack schools in New England came to my gym this past summer for the college coaches. There was two hundred college coaches across the country, high level division one. Right. It was a sanctioned event. It was one of the only sanctioned ones in the summer. And um, so we said, Hey, what are we going to do for these guys? Man, they they want to see him play five, but they also got to do a breakdown a little bit. So let's break them down to three groups, post player, wing and point guard. So I said, all right, guys, get them all together. I said, all right, listen, anybody who's a point guard, go to court one, uh, you know, wing, go to court two post player, go to court three. You guys all set. 
Now there was 250 kids. I mean, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Less than 10 pigs. Five went over to court three. Five out of 250 went over to the big man section. It was unbelievable. Well, part of, and I'm telling you, part of that is college. Part of that's the NBA. Like they're looking for Giannis. They're looking for like long, lanky Michael Magic Johnson kind of. They're not looking for bigs anymore. No, Shaquille O'Neal's of the world are gone. It's unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I was going over to the wings. I'm like, why don't you go over to just to get seen? There's college coaches on that court. Like, right. <laughs> you're, you're in a line with like 60, 70 other dudes. Why don't I go over there with the one five? I'd, I'd be like the six foot kid down there with the posts. It's like, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. Exactly. So, but you know, I know it's just, it's hard to get those bigs, but if you can get a big to run the court and all that and post. All up. right, let's go. Let's, let's do the, let's do the end of it in like three minutes. Cause I have oh. a couple questions I want to ask you and I yep. want to keep you all yep. night here. Yeah, no problem. Uh, share screen back. I mean, I can talk basketball all night, but there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, these are continu- you know, three and two continuous drill, two teams, which I yep. think is a fun drill. Um, you know, that's a, it's a continuous drill where you have it's basically teaching a three on two and just going up and back continuous three on twos. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Um, we do broke it off to some free throws. Yep. Um, you know, if you if you missed, you had a penalty. Like you do a one on one. I always teach our guys to take two free throws. You know, after you take the first one, step off the line take the second one, and then it's a one-on-one. If you miss the first, you got to do something, you know, like double. If right. you miss the second, you only got to – like, so we, we do 20. So if you do – you know, uh, if you miss the first, you do 20 burpees. If you miss the second, you only do 10 burpees. Right. So there's always a penalty on the free throws, teaching them, like, it means something, so that's not messing around. So we always may take the free throws, and that's when they get their water. After you take two one-on-ones, you can go get a water. And okay. we kind of give them their breaks. So there are always some water breaks in the free throws. And we go over shell drill. You know, teaching a shell drill, typical across the country. Everybody works yep. on a shell. Um, strong, weak side cutters, you know, that. Then we worked on switching ball screens during this practice, you know, which is always important. What are you going to do? Switch ball screens? How are you going to play a ball screen? I, I'm telling and, you, ball screens are the one thing that literally you don't you – we're know, high school coaches. We how do you have, play? Do you play – what do you play the ball screen? I, 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 I tend to – I double the ball screen a lot, especially up high because there's not a lot – I mean, and we're playing – I mean – consistently there's a handful of d1 guys in our league the problem yeah. is i gotta jump i mean otherwise you're gonna turn the corner <laughs> yeah. and yeah. they don't kids don't pass out of that well that's right. my theory is we're gonna rotate fast enough that if yeah. i come at you now don't get me wrong we were hedging we were doing some other stuff late in the season yeah. but i'm gonna double you at least half i'm gonna think make you think that we're coming you you said that ball screen we're doubling the ball i mean go ahead and flare and roll the right. guy that has the ball is not going to get it to you half the time. Exactly. Especially at the high school level. Yeah. We've been, they, we've been icing it. And I, you know, I've been trying to get that ice down to these guys, but it's, you know, if you don't, if you, when you commit to it, if one of the things screw up, you get really messed yeah, up. Yeah. And, and, the, and, the, and here's the problem is we don't have the time to yeah. practice. I mean, if I'd run that, I'd run all sorts of different types of things. If I could spend, <laughs> you yeah. know, the time to teach them. Practice it, yeah. yeah. We're going to do this for this team. We're going to do this for this team. Yep. But it's like, we don't have time. I mean, if I had them all year round, even if I could only see them for a couple hours in the fall and the spring, I could do all that. But it's like we get shut down, you know, I don't know. I know. It's very hard. They limit – I think they're trying to give it more back to the high school coaches lately. The NCAA is kind of like, you know, well, they're giving us, you know, a little I, bit I have, I have several things. I have several things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight for before I get done with this thing. One is the jump ball should go away. It's a stupid thing. Why do we – the officials can't even throw the ball. No, officials mess it up every time. Let's let's just let's just give the visiting team the ball and do alternating possession. That's my first thing. <laughs> it's stupid. It's just a dumb thing. And yeah. 
And um, what, what were we just talking about? You run a, uh, you run a tap play? I, I run a tap play. Uh, well, we do run a tap play. We've been burned on a tap play too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Keep going, coach. I don't, I mean, I don't um, you know, then basically then we just do, we had this practice, we had conditioning for four minutes because sometimes we only have two baskets. So, you know, like, cause we have to, you share the court with, right. you know, like the women's, the other right. JV. So if I don't have my six hoops, then I do conditioning, you know what I mean? Uh, stations right. and have, you know, four guys are taking free throws and then we rotate, you know, like those four guys come free throws. The other guys are in conditioning. So you kind of get your conditioning in with the water because we try okay. to be a press, you know, pressing team. Then I work, work on press. We work on press break during this practice and zone offense yep. um, versus the two, three and the one, three, one. Um, we do this drill called Michigan State, which is, you know, I got from Michigan State. Tom is a phenomenal drill. Basically, you start off two on one. Um, you know, there's one, you two teams, yep. you, know, you know, white and blue. Blue's down the other end. He sends one, sends one guy out on defense. Okay. White team comes down with two guys. Okay. They got the ball. They're on right. offense. So now it's a two on one. You're right. going down the court, two on one. Play, score. Yep. Now we got it. We're up two nothing to white. We get back in a tandem because two guys on the blue come out. Now it's a three on two. two. Three okay. on two coming back. Then now it's three blue guys versus two white. They got to make the stop. Yep. They say they score. Now it's two to two. Yep. Now the white team sends out four. Four. I mean, you know, yeah. now two other guys come on. Now it's a four on three. Right. Now you go down, play the four on three, scramble and triangle, how to play D. All of a sudden, the shot goes up. We make it. We're up six to four. They send two more guys on. Now it's a five on four going back. We're doing the box. One guy's open. Finally score. Now it's six to six. Now it's a five on five, the final drill. I love that. Awesome drill. Teams love it because it's a score. It's like, you know, who's going to be active too. You're active, yeah. Yeah, it's two on one, three on two. All the things that happen in practice, phenomenal drill. Got that from Tom Izzo. And, uh, you know, you know, just we do it. We did it when I was at. Holy Cross. We awesome. did it when I was at Quinnipiac. We did it when I was at Western Kentucky. We did it when I was sailing everywhere. Everywhere I've gone, I've done it. It's, it's an awesome drill. Kids love it. Um, and then we we did we did some defensive t- uh, conditioning. I always believe that you got to teach kids to stay in stance. And so we do this slide run drill. So basically, that when I said defensive conditioning, it's like you start in the corner, they slide out to the elbow, then they sprint, then they slide to the other elbow, then they sprint to the corner, then they're sliding the whole baseline. Same thing. Slide, run, slide, run, all the way up. And the Each problem team. is, the problem is, the kids, um, yeah, kids want to stand up so much. Oh, oh. and like, we teach them slow, you know, like board, you know, don't like come up, don't no bunny hopping. Try and teach that technique of not clicking your heels, you know, short choppy steps, you know, board between your legs, six inches, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's where you can really teach that. And it's also work on the conditioning of a uh, staying in the stance. Um, so we talked about that, getting some water. And then this, this day was a scout day. So we were talking 15 minutes about the other team, team. and what girls they did. And then we go through last 10 minutes, all our plays, you know, okay. dry yep. and, uh, you know, side out of bounds on teeth out of bounds. And then we do our post. And how do you do, I see on the bottom, you've got groups. Do you make them competitive and equal? Do you put your starting five together? How do you do that? I, it, you know, varies earlier in the season. We do it. Um, to be honest with you, we break them off like evenly. And then later on, I kind of want my five starters kind of working. I want the other kids to be the scout team. And I want those kids to kind of like wish they were a starter and bust right. their ass to try and get the starting spot. Yeah. So I kind of, as, as the season progresses, we kind of like have the top group and the second group. And I kind of okay. them green and white, you know. Differentiate. Uh, um, so, okay, so you can, let's share the screen here. Do you, um, yeah. if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do? 
oof, three, three, three things in practice. Um, I guess it would be, uh, I would have to do offensively. We'd be doing a lot, you know, uh, a lot of shooting. I okay. think that would be important. And I, I would be really working on shell. I think your defensive, your half court, every, you have to, in order to win, you got to be able to stop someone in the half court. I think, you know what I mean? You do. So, you gotta. So I'd be, I'd probably work on shell. I think in order to win also on the other end, you got to make shots. I don't think enough guys work on shooting like game shots, not like just stand still, like jack them up, like, you know, like time and score, like game shooting drills that like really put pressure on kids and like, right. you, gotta, you know, elevate and make a shot like yes. under pressure and like put them as much as you can in that. So I'd be doing competitive shooting drills, probably shell. Um, and then since I'm a pressing coach i've always you know been pressing lately i'd work on some kind of press press you know like whatever it is the you know diamond or you know black or you know what, what do you think uh what do you think the hardest thing to teach is uh hardest thing to teach I, I that's a that's a really good question i think uh the hardest thing to teach it in my is teammate stuff like getting the kids away from themselves yeah. and holding them accountable to like being a great teammate I think that's important. And like, I don't think the kids even realize they're doing it. And like, I, I had a kid, you know, every time he made a basket, he was pointing to the crowd and, you know, like right. doing the whole, you know, guns and, you know, like, you know, right. just making crazy stuff. And I look, I hit a three. I'm running yeah. down the court. I hit a three. I know. And just, Why are you doing that? I know. Like, getting him to believe in himself not to do that. And like, right. it meant something to, you know, like it, it, it was just tough. And I said, I want you, it can be like, why are you taking it away from me, coach? I want, it's supposed to be celebrate. I'm like, yeah, I want you to celebrate, but wait till a timeout. Like if you, if you make a three and they call a timeout and it's whatever, then I want you jumping up. I want you hugging your teammates. I want like, I want that emotion and that passion, but like not in the middle of a flow of a game. Right. And I think kids don't get that. They, they don't think about the next play enough. Like, you know, like you got to be locked in, man. Like on every possession, like right. every possession means something to and us. Part, and, and I'm not going to defend this kid, but it's uh, I'm married to a psychologist. Part of yeah. that is that teenage brain. Right. Um, hey, everybody! I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Make sure you leave a review down below. Um, we really do appreciate those, no matter where you listen. Go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I know you want to become a better basketball coach. And again, if you're let, maybe you're done with podcasts, you're going shopping now, go down and click on our Amazon link and uh, do some shopping. That would we would really appreciate that. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.